Hi, everyone. Happy Monstrous Monday, and welcome to Shivers Haunted. I am Gina Grossbauer, your curator for all things spooky. For today's Halloween haunt review, we're talking about a hometown favorite, Reaper's Revenge. Reaper's Revenge is located in northeastern Pennsylvania, about 15 minutes north of Scranton and Blakely. This haunt has been open since 2009 and has been adding on attractions for the past 13 years. As it stands today, they offer a very inclusive hayride that rides through attractions including the Ring Girl Samara, an old-timey dungeon area, doll playgrounds, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, a newly beautifully colored Alice in Wonderland area, hillbillies with chainsaws, and many more characters and scenes. The hayride is broken up into two sections, forcing you to get off in the middle with a fake police officer pulling you over, saying that you have to evacuate the hayride. This leads into the best part of Reapers overall, which is the Lost Carnival. Over the years, the Lost Carnival has been around, but this year they really stepped it up. The Lost Carnival includes a real Ferris wheel, carousel, fake deadly carnival games, a busted up roller coaster, and freak show actors and characters along the way with, of course, an ample amount of clowns. You then find your way to the newest attraction called Delirium, which is this super colorful and trippy walkthrough with black lights and neon drawings along the walls. You wear 3D glasses in this walkthrough, and it makes everything even more vibrant. There are actors scattered throughout this neon madness wearing fully black outfits, so you have no idea where they may pop out from. There are other clowns with neon makeup as well, so it's a really well-rounded experience in this house. Once getting through here, you get back onto the hayride to wrap things up. At the end of the hayride, you have the option of going through two more attractions. One called Pitch Black, which is exactly what it means, a completely black experience with zero lights, where you have to use your hands to feel your way through the attraction while avoiding running into people or walls. The other attraction is called Sector 13, which is a fake prison walkthrough with the storyline that the U.S. has been affected by a nuclear attack. In this attraction, the actors are more aggressive than the hayride section, run their fingers through your hair as well as kind of their way of touching you. It's not overtly scary, but it is a nice change of pace from the events on the hayride and throughout. Once you finish this walkthrough, you're finished, and you're greeted with a nice bonfire and a photo op area. As it stands right now, based on the Pennsylvania Haunters app, Reaper's Revenge stands at the top spot of best haunt in Pennsylvania. For shivers, though, here's our rating. On a scale of 1 to 5 for artistry, I absolutely give it a 5 out of 5. Reaper's Revenge really brings all of the detail that's needed for just an overall great experience. And so from an art perspective, definitely give it 5 out of 5. Kind of stemming along that for production itself, I give it a 5 out of 5. I was lucky enough to go through a behind-the-scenes tour in 2020 for Reaper's Revenge, and they showed us really everything from how the tractor trailers know how to stop on the hayride to all the way through where the sound effects come from and how they make their own sound effects and how the speakers work in the rain and how the fire that you feel and see on the actual hayride operates and doesn't light the entire forest on fire. So all of these details put together really puts in perspective how much goes into running a haunt and was honestly one of the biggest motivators for me saying, absolutely, I want to do this and I want to be a part of it. So for the production itself, for how much goes into it and how big the actual haunt and hayride is, I definitely give that a five out of five. So moving on to customer service, I would give it a four out of five. 
in general, nothing too crazy special from the customer service side of things. Uh, the people who are in the box office, I would presume are probably volunteers. You know, the, our typical box office people, not the most outwardly friendly. <laughs> um, but security guards are fine. Again, not like creating conversations, not really in your face about anything, but they're just there to do their job. So it's a very typical customer service type of environment, nothing memorable. Um, for the environment itself, I would also give that a four out of five, just because if it's rainy, they have to close down. There are sections when you're in between the hayride chunks where you have to walk through a little bit of a hilly section of the woods. And doing that without having really any lights to guide you makes you kind of want to pull out your phone and use your flashlight, but also would kind of ruin the experience. So it just makes for a little bit of a tricky area because you don't want to twist your ankle, but you want to be able to have it at time. So uh, I would definitely give that a four out of five. For decor, kind of similar to artistry when it comes to just the creative sets that they've created and having flipped over cars to look like a real hillbilly area or trailer park. Everything looks very authentic and the decor is very well done. So I would definitely give that a five out of five. Makeup and costumes, five out of five as well. All of their makeup artists are true makeup artists. And so I think that really comes through in all of the production. You're not necessarily getting a, a discounted experience by having people just walk around with masks and no makeup, nothing like that. And there's tons of people who do have masks on, but they are detailed. And if they have makeup, it's detailed and their outfits are detailed. So all of that put together, definitely a five out of five. I think that those are very beautiful costumes, are very beautiful outfits, and even the masks are really stunning. And then the scares themselves, how scary is it? From that perspective, I would give it a four out of five. I, as a teenager, would not go to Reaper's Revenge because I thought it would be too scary, but ended up going and was really pleasantly surprised with how much I was scared, but not to the point where like I wanted to get out of there. And this time I felt very similar. Granted, growing up now and being in this horror world, it takes a little bit more to make me scared. But there were sections, especially in the Lost Carnival, where people would literally come out of nowhere and just really catch you off guard. And those black outfits in the neon area were really trippy to not see them. And then all of a sudden there's a person in a bodysuit in your face. So there were a lot of points that did get me. And so for that for that sake, I would give the scares a four out of five. It's definitely not suited for kids. I believe on their website it says no one under the age of 13. Um, but even that seems a little young. But all in all, everyone I think would have a pretty good time. Just maybe a little bit more on the edge of scary than family friendly. So all of that put together and averaged out is a 4.5 out of 5 for our Shivers rating. I absolutely love Reaper's Revenge. And I'm so happy to see how far it has come over the years. Granted, it's not necessarily fair to rate it directly alongside of something maybe that is just getting started or something like that. But for the production that it is, for the haunt that it is, I I have nothing really but good things to say about it and would recommend Reaper's Revenge to anybody. So thank you guys for listening to another review. I really love doing these and I hope you enjoy them as well. This Wednesday, we will have our normal Wicked Wednesday, and then this Friday will be another review for another, maybe more surprising haunted house. So looking forward to sharing that with you all. I hope you have a fantastic week, and uh, thanks for listening.